All right, we'll say good morning. Good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing. Merz Hashem in Shar Habitachan, and we find ourselves again, at least in the uh, in the Hebrew version, we find ourselves on page twenty three. So Yom Wednesday, the twenty second day of Adar, March fifteenth. So the Mechaber continues. Umehen. The Bible says, lashon of Mehen is another reason. Another reason why Bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is such a powerful tool in life. He says, Again, we're continuing kind of on the theme of, of money. Still, when one has, when one has Bitachon, one has faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So ultimately, again, the presence of money in his life will not go ahead and prevent him from believing in Hashem. Now, what does this mean? Sometimes what ends up happening is when a person is blessed with wealth, as we've seen before, they end up believing in their wealth instead of believing in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But when one starts off with a strong foundation of emuna, so ultimately, again, I'm conditioned to have my bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, even if in Eretz Hashem, I'm blessed with money, that abundance of material wealth in no way erodes my sense of bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why? And this is, we'll say, his concepts here are so simple, but they're so profound. So ultimately, again, for the simple reason, because I don't depend on my money. My bitachon, I'll remember again, we often translate bitachon as faith, and that, that, that is a true translation, but bitachon is a word with many different, many different meanings. It's faith, but it's also a sense of security. Now the truth is they're one and the same, because what does true faith give you? A sense of security. So bitachon in Hashem means I put my full trust and belief in Hashem, and, and in return, I receive a sense of life security. So what the Mechavah is talking about over here is, if that's how I build my spiritual identity, that first, everything begins with a sense of bitachon. I have belief and trust in Hashem, therefore I have a sense of security. Therefore, at the end of the day, I don't rely on my money for my sense of security. I don't know. The money's nice. The money's nice. But that's not where my sense of life security comes from. It was incredible. And I end up looking at money like a picadon. I'm say, what's a picadon? So picadon, I don't know what the good English word for picadon is. But right, in other words, picadon is someone gives me something to go ahead and hold on to for them. A, a, a deposit. A deposit. Right, a deposit. Right, so someone gives me, so in other words, I look at wealth as an item that Hashem has deposited with me. So right, in other words, I will say, now what's the chap with the picadon? So let's, let's imagine the following situation. Ruvain gives me, gives me his watch to, uh, g- gives me his computer to watch for him. To watch him. We will say, who's the owner of the object? Ruvain. Who's responsible for the object? Me. Right, so that that that's a pikadon. Pikadon means I don't, I don't know I don't have title to it, but I have responsibility over it. When a person has bitachon and akadosh baruch he recognizes that wealth is a pikadon. Wealth is a pikadon. So wealth is something that Hashem goes ahead and puts puts in puts with me, deposits with me, that I am responsible for. But ultimately, God still retains title for. He goes on, he says, And therefore, with this pikadon, God gives me instructions. What are the instructions? I'm supposed to use it 
in a certain way, by the Shlomo Shlomo to use it in certain ways, and for certain purposes, for a particular amount of time. So this is how I view my wealth, right? I view my wealth ultimately again as, as I am responsible for this pikadon, and at the end of the day, I am responsible to use it in certain ways, for certain purposes, for a certain duration. So first of all, I'll say, so now if a person is privileged to hold on to their wealth, right, let's say, let's say so the wealth stays with me, so I'll say, listen to this, I will not come to rebel against God because of it. Let's say, the greatest danger of wealth is that wealth gives us the illusion of independence from God. I'm a self-sufficient man, right? Like I could do my own thing. I don't need anyone or anything, including the Rebono Shalom. That's the danger of wealth. The illusion ultimately of independence of God. But again, if I have Bitochen, then wealth will not go ahead and create, create or share that relationship with God. For the Rebos is incredible. For though Yisgar Tavosel and Mishat Sivalas is we'll say, you know, sometimes we do something with our money, and what do we expect? What do we expect? We expect gratitude. We expect gratitude. In other words, and this is true, you see it's all the time in life. Whether it's that I'm giving to someone or I'm giving to something. So sometimes we do this in life. We do something nice and we feel that my act of generosity is not properly acknowledged. Well, listen to this, I'll say. If at the end of the day, I realize it's not my money. It's a pikadon from Hashem. And I am responsible for using the pikadon the way that he wants us. And guess what? I'm not owed gratitude. I'm not owed gratitude. It's the same way. It's the same way that, right, if you come to work, if you come to work on time, come to work on time, right, no one's, I don't know, maybe today, maybe today they do it, right? But in the good old days, right, you didn't get a shkoyach for fulfilling expectations, right? There are expectations that you have. So, so, you, so you have a job. The job starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. You know, you don't go ahead and get a shkoyach for showing up at 9 o'clock in the morning. That, that's, that's the expectation, that's the expectation. So we never expect a sense of gratitude, per se, for expectations. So if I realize that the money belongs to Hashem, He gives it as a pikadon to me. My responsibility is to use it and to dispense it in a certain way, representing the owner of the money. I don't expect gratitude. No, no, no one owes me anything. Now again, I both say, on the flip side, is it good to express gratitude to everyone for everything? Of course, of course. But that's my responsibility. But from the giver's perspective, the Mechaber quotes, that ultimately, again, there should be no expectation of gratitude and he won't get upset when there's not gratitude because it's not his money that he's dispensing. It's the Bikadun of Hashem. It's so incredible. I'll say, And a person who gives, the person who gives, ultimately, again, is not going to expect any kind of reciprocity, is not going to expect any kind of praise or any kind of gratitude. So I'll say, if you have wealth, if you have wealth and you use, so I'll say, so number one, number one, what Ramchal, I'm sorry, keep saying what Ramchal is teaching us, number one, is that halacha, halacha, the way to view wealth, the way to view wealth is, it belongs to Hashem. It's a pikadon that he has given to me. My responsibility is to go ahead and dispense and utilize that pikadon in the right way 
on behalf of Hashem. When I look at things that way, so ultimately, again, if I retain the wealth, I thank Hashem because He has given me the opportunity to, Steve, thank you so much. He has given me the opportunity ultimately to go ahead and to go ahead and do good things in this world. Thank you very much. To do good things in this world. But at the end of the day, I do not require gratitude. I do not require anything because at the end of the day, I'm simply executing my mission. And if you lose your wealth, if a person loses their wealth, ultimately again, they won't lose their relationship with Hashem. See, I said, this is an incredible idea. See, sometimes when my sense of life security comes from my money, which, which is very normal and I think very common, and most probably the reality for most of us, for most of us, then when you lose your sense of security, that rattles your faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if my bitachin precedes my wealth, then even if chas v'shalom, the wealth goes away, okay, am I going to be disappointed? Sure. Am I going to be upset? Sure. But have I lost my sense of life security? No. Because it doesn't come from a checking account or a bank or savings account or a brokerage account. But rather, ultimately, again, it comes from the Ribbon Shalom himself. And that relationship is intact. And as long as that relationship is intact, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Rather, I will say, how do I look at this? How do I look at this? I look at the loss of wealth as Hashem has taken his picadon back. And I will say, by the way, I just want to point out this model, this model of looking at what you have as a picadon abosai is not, is powerful with everything in life. If you look at people, right, we're all, hopefully we're all privileged to have beautiful relationships in life. Those relationships aren't owed to us. They're not owed. Baruch Hu doesn't owe me a wife. He doesn't owe me children. He doesn't owe me parents. Nothing's owed to me. Everything I have is a picadon, right? It's a deposit from Hashem. So while I have it, I'm going to maximize it. But chas v'shalom, should it be taken away, which happens over the course of life, because I recognize that it's a picadon from Hashem, the loss of that chas v'shalom will not rattle my bitachon in Hashem. Because I recognize it was never mine. It's nothing's really ever mine. It's given to me as a pikadon. If when I have it, my job is to use it wisely. When I, if chas v'shalom, I no longer have it, my bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is still there. A Jew has to learn to thank Hashem just as I thank Hashem when the Pikadon, we'll go back to wealth. Just like I thank Hashem when the Pikadon of wealth is given to me, I have to learn to thank Hashem if the Chasashon, the Pikadon of wealth, is taken from me. I should be happy with what I have. And if I lose the wealth, I will say, I shouldn't want others to suffer the same setback. I shouldn't become jealous of other people's money. As the Pasuk says, the Tzadik is always satiated by anything and everything he eats. So we'll stop over here for today. But a really, really powerful idea, simply about the how, how, again, we have to be so careful about where our life bitachon comes from. It's tempting to go ahead and place your bitachon in money, in physical wealth, 
The problem is, if you have it, everything is good. The moment you don't have it is the moment you run the risk of losing your entire bitachon. But if Halach Alamai said, put my bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thank you. The taste test. All right, good one. Thank you, thank you. But if I put my bitachon, thank you. What service? Right, I ordered the frappuccino. That's that's what happened over here. Thank you. Right, so I say so. Uh, so if if halacha I go ahead and put my bitachon in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that bitachon precedes everything, then I recognize wealth is a pikadon. My job is to use the pikadon wisely, and if chasus shalom, I use it. My bitachon and Hashem is still intact. I'm going to go to the next one.